Welcome back to the She Did It podcast. I'm Sydney Nanberg, founder of She Did It and creator of the brand Sydney Nanberg, a community for self-care and mindset. Come for inspiration and leave with everything you need to take action in your life. I give lots of tips and tricks and you are going to be obsessed. I also have a free secret Facebook community, so look up She Did It on Facebook. Today we're going to be talking about how what we consume can affect our mind, our body, and our spirit. And I'm really big on finding natural solutions to everyday problems such as focusing, stress, anxiety. And if you have the right plan in place, it can be totally life-changing. And this guest even has some awesome tips for gaining natural energy, which we could all benefit from. My guest today is a dietitian, personal trainer, holistic health coach, and also my best friend. Her name is Lexi Nazaro, and she is my go-to for all things natural lifestyle. I'm not even kidding you guys. When I visit her in Arizona, because she lives in Arizona, I, li- I leave feeling so inspired to adjust my lifestyle. And if my mind is ever foggy or I need tips on how to stay focused, she is the person that I call. Not just because she's my best friend and obviously we can talk on the phone for hours, but because she really knows what she's talking about. She's studied this. She's passionate about it. She uses these tips herself. And it's funny because I'll ask her like a random question and she is prepared with the answer. Like she knows what she's talking about. And I recently went out to Arizona to visit her and we were hiking and just talking and I was telling her, you know, I really need help with staying focused because I have ADHD, I have a hard time focusing and I don't take anything for it. She literally listed off for about a good 30 minutes of this three hour hike, (laughs) not only vitamins to take, but different foods to eat, how to make creative juices for focus, um, which were super easy. Her recipes are incredible, by the way, Uh, which foods to stay away from and why. She doesn't just tell you, she tells you why. And she's really on top of it. You're going to love her. Lexi, Lexi and I met our freshman year in college at University of Arizona. We lived across the hall from each other in the dorm and we have remained best friends ever since. So I can't wait for you to meet her and let's get to it. Welcome to the She Did It podcast. My name is Sydney Nanberg and my intention is to share real, raw, and vulnerable stories that will inspire you to be your best self in life and in business. From manifestation to mindset and success, I cover it all. So grab your headphones, a journal, or the notes app in your phone and get ready to learn how to live your best life. Hi, Lessels. Welcome to the She Did It podcast. I'm super excited for this episode. But before we start, I think we should explain why I call you Lessels and not Lexi. (laughs) I swear I've told people this story and then they started calling me Lessels and I was like, seriously? This is not okay. Only Cindy can call me Lessels. Wait, I didn't know that other people call you Lessels now too. I've started a trend. Yeah, I mean, I tell them the story, they think it's so funny, and now it's become, like, my nickname. Okay, wait, tell, <laughs> tell, let's tell everybody why I call you Lessels. Okay, well, freshman year, we went to U of A together, and it was pretty, like, common routine that Lexi would end up in Starbucks every morning because, you know, coffee. <laughs> and <laughs> so, I would just come with. <laughs> right. And you know how you go to Starbucks. I feel like everybody can relate to this and you give them your name and then you get your cup and you read the name and you're like, that is not my name. Yeah. <laughs> so that happened to me. And somehow someone wrote on my cup that my name was Lessie. <laughs> Hence <laughs> the nickname Lessels because Sydney really liked it. And it just kind of stuck from there. I, th- I think it started as Lessie for a while. And I was like, mm, Lessels just like 
yeah, makes it more just sense. Kept, it just kept evolving. <laughs> it kept evolving into what it is today. And now it's just fitting. And Lexi's name in my phone is actually Lessels Nazaro. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. Yeah. Not even Lexi anymore. You know, no, I, I, it's kind of weird because in the introduction, I was like, introduced you as my best friend Lexi, and I was like, this just like doesn't sound right. Something about it sounds. <laughs> even even Pedro calls you Lessels now. Like he'll be like, oh, what's Lessels up to? And I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> he's never called you Lexi before. I don't think I've ever called him Pedro before. <laughs> like it's because it's Pedro. i love it i know yeah pedro my boyfriend has a weird thing too so his name is pedro but of course you know when i first met him i thought it was pedro but after about a year into our relationship he was like don't ever call me pedro again it's not pedro it's pedro and i was like (laughs) i was like oh i really had no idea so i had to like change his whole identity and it was a struggle my family had to change his identity but yet all of his friends call him pedro and i'm just I'm just confused, to be honest, but, you know, everybody's got their name. So just don't ask questions. Just don't ask questions. Right. <laughs> All right. So I want everybody to learn about you. And so tell us a little bit about yourself and where you're from, what you do, what you're doing, what you're passionate about. <laughs> sure. Um, there's not a whole lot to know about me. I'm 25, just getting older. Um, I currently, I currently, I just recently celebrated my birthday in December and you know, it's really starting to hit me. I'm 25, you know, you're getting older. I feel like we're having a midlife crisis, but it's really a quarter life crisis, but I like to say a midlife crisis. Right. I've kind of accepted, you know, especially after living different places that a lot of people this age are still trying to figure life out and that's okay. Yeah. So, you know. 25 still figuring it out but anyways um I live in Arizona currently um grew up in New Jersey and then moved here in the middle of high school then the last year I actually got the um experience to live in Northern California I lived in a town called Sunnyvale which is really close to the San Francisco area so absolutely loved living there <laughs> would totally move <laughs> back to California but we ended up moving back here. Um, talks of moving again, maybe to Florida. So hopefully, which closer. I'm very excited about right. because then we'll be a car ride away instead of a $800 plane ticket. Exactly. <laughs> um, so super grateful that I get to kind of bounce around a lot because if anyone knows me, I love to travel and just experience new things. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm just passionate really about all things nutrition, fitness, and just living an overall holistic lifestyle. Um, I wasn't always this way, to be honest. If you were to look at me (laughs) maybe 10 years ago, you'd see me sit on the couch halfway into a pint of Haagen-Dazs ice cream, you know, just (laughs) living life. Thought it was normal. Got the sweet tooth. This was just something me and my dad used to always do. Um, And then obviously, Sydney, you know this, but for all of you listening, it wasn't really until the middle of high school, my dad was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, and he passed away my senior year right before I graduated, and that is kind of what sparked my interest in nutrition, you know? Um, I think that's how it is for a lot of people, and it's kind of sad that it takes something so serious or something like that to really kind of get you into a healthier lifestyle, but for me, that experience is what kind of got me interested in nutrition. And then from there, I got interested in fitness. And then that even grew into like a more natural approach of living life. Um, Was it kind of like a wake up call? 
Kind of. And, you know, it wasn't like my health directly, but seeing someone you love go through that and knowing that things like maybe what they ate or ways they lived their life could have improved or led that not to happen is kind of what what interests me. And then I fell in love with the science of it all and learning about it. And so that's kind of what sparked my interest. Um, So that's kind of where it all started for me. Um, when I went off to college, I actually went to U of A my freshman year, which is how I met Sydney. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, had and then she much- left me. Right. Had way too much fun. Couldn't figure <laughs> out what I was going to do with my life. Still can't figure out what I'm doing with my life, <laughs> for being honest. Um, and then I transferred to ASU where I decided to declare my major as nutrition or more properly, it's called dietetics. Um, so it's a very specific didactic program that you have to go through to get a bachelor's in science, and it's all in nutrition. Um, so I graduated with that, and then I started working at Mayo Clinic Hospital here in Arizona. Um, I did that for a while. I got to work mm-hmm. with um, registered dietitians and just kind of patients day-to-day, helping them um, Obviously, they all had like chronic disease, so kind of helping them with their meals, what they could eat, what they can't eat, figuring out exactly like their macros, like um, what they could have that would fit into the type of diet they needed based on their chronic disease. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really great. It was honestly a little sad. Um, so then I kind of switched gears. I kind of fell in love with fitness. I went and got NASM certified, so I'm a certified personal trainer. Um, and then, yeah, I've, I've moved around a lot. So I've kind of bounced around from different jobs due to that. So right now I'm working at um, the Southwest College of Naturopathic Medicine. Um, I work in the medical center there. And so I'm learning a lot just on um, the, the bridge between conventional and holistic medicine. Um, so it's really cool to, at least for me, I like to start with the holistic side of things and see if there's natural ways to heal the body before I jump into you know more conventional medicine I think Um, that that's really interesting because you're super well-rounded you've had a lot of different experiences uh doing different things and I think that's what continues your education and that's what helps you to become you know really good at what you do and really helpful to other people is having all those different experiences especially so young in life and you're passionate about it too so you know that's why you're so insightful Right. Well, I'm always trying to look at the research. Um, I'm currently doing research, actually, with a professor and some gals at ASU right now. And I think it's important to to kind of educate yourself, to look at the research, to look at what's known. But everything is going to come down to, you know, trying it out and knowing what works for you, knowing what works for your body, um, because everybody's different. That's so true. And you have a lot of knowledge, obviously, in nutrition And you and I talk all the time about how what you consume and what you put in your body affects your day-to-day life, your gut health, your focus, stress, anxiety, and energy. And I think that these are things that everyone wants to know about, and you seem to have really great insight. So I really want to talk about that a bit, about the correlation between food and the mind. Right. And um, I would say that the mind is a miraculous thing. I mean, if you think about it, it never shuts off, right? Nope. <laughs> Even sometimes when we want it to, when we're laying there in bed and we're like, just stop, I need to get some sleep. Um, it it's works. like, no, 
Right, exactly. <laughs> it's constantly working. It's controlling your body. Um, everything from your movements, your thoughts, just your breathing that you don't even think about, but your brain is thinking about while you're not thinking about it. <laughs> um, and so on, right? So right. Um, in order for your brain to function, um, it needs energy. And where does it get this energy? It gets it from food. Um, it fa- its favorite food is carbohydrates. Um, obviously, there's better sources of carbohydrates versus non-better sources of carbohydrates. Um, but the point is you get it from your food. So if we're looking at what kind of food you eat and does it affect your brain function? Well, yeah, 100%. Um, there's mm-hmm. tons of research on this. Um, I totally encourage everybody to, you know, do your own research. But um, just to keep things simple, just think of it like, if we're going to eat good quality foods, we're going to feel good, right? That's usually how it goes. Um, And that's because good quality food contains beneficial micronutrients. It's going to be loaded with the vitamins, the minerals, the fiber, the things that are going to benefit your brain health. That's going to help with um, your focus, which is kind of like what people want, the focus, the energy. Um, And then to say the same thing, if we're putting bad quality food into our body, we're not going to feel good. And it's going to do the opposite for the brain. It's going to damage the brain. It's going to decrease your energy, decrease your focus. Um, So yeah, to keep it simple, definitely what you eat is going to affect your brain and how you feel. So when you go to the grocery store, so I shop in Florida, we have Publix. It's just like the regular grocery store, but I know there's Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, all those stores. I know your favorite grocery store. Do you think that people should be you know, you have to be conscious when you go to the grocery store because it's easy to get into, you know, stay in your own rhythm of what you typically buy. Do you suggest that people shop maybe at, you know, smaller markets or more organic stores? What, like, what's your favorite store and what do you suggest people uh, pay more attention to when they're going grocery shopping? Um, so I think that's going to vary from person to person, you know, I mean, I'm the type of person where yes, I kind of have a favorite, but I go to like three different grocery stores sometimes like (laughs) my favorite is Trader Joe's because it's affordable. And I think that's going to be a huge thing on where people shop as well is well, that's a big deal because a lot of people they're like, Whole Foods, it's organic, like there's healthy choices, but it's so expensive. So I think that's a good point. Like Trader Joe's is good and affordable. And don't get me wrong, like, I love Whole Foods. I was just there this weekend. I love to get ground bison there. Um, Jesse and I actually went this weekend to pick up some stuff to make, like, burgers and have, like, we made our own, like, carrot and potato fries for the Super Bowl. And we just picked up stuff for the Super Bowl, basically, and spent $80, which could have been, like, two weeks of groceries at Trader Joe's. So definitely your financial situation will kind of affect where you shop. But Mm -hmm. there are a lot of options out there. Um, You know, Trader Joe's, I think, is affordable. But if you have to shop at Walmart, it's really about just being good. And I like to say shop the perimeter of the store. This is where you're going to find more of your, like, whole foods, not the box stuff. Um, But honestly, I feel like anywhere you go now, Target, Fry's, Kroger's I don't know what other grocery stores there are out there um but Safeway right they're all starting to have healthy options so when it comes down to it and you're shopping in the store 
it's a choice. You're making a choice to either pick the healthier option or to pick a not healthy option. And it's hard because, you know, a lot of the cheaper stuff or the stuff they put on the end caps or throw in your face is all the chocolates and the chips and the things that look really good. And it's hard to walk through the grocery store and not want that. Especially if you're hungry, which is me. I'm guilty of that all the time. I never eat before I go to the grocery store and then I want everything, which is a really bad habit. But that's how you spend a lot of money at the grocery store too. If you want to save money, eat before you go. (laughs) Right. And I think it's important to plan before you go too. At least that is a tip that works for me. I like to kind of think what meals I'm going to eat. And this can be based on how you're feeling too. Like maybe if you're like, oh, I don't feel like I got enough protein in this week. I'm feeling a little weak, but I want to step up my workouts. Like maybe plan some more protein rich foods on your grocery list. Um, So that's kind of a hard question to ask because it's going to be different for everybody. But I think the biggest thing is just kind of going in with an idea of what you're going to get, making sure that you're making healthy choices and trying to buy as much whole foods as possible, not as much as um, the stuff that's processed, the stuff that's in a box that has all these extra ingredients. If the ingredients is like a paragraph long it's probably not the best for you it probably has a lot of added preservatives or sugars in there um so just try and keep it as whole as possible would be my biggest tip so do you make a list every single week and do you meal prep every week do you find that helpful if you do So I think that's different for everybody, too. I've kind of experimented around and figured out what works best for me. I will usually go to the store, and when I buy, I say it will typically last me two weeks. And how I do that is I'll kind of plan a few meals that I want, and I I usually prep, I would say, twice a week Um, I don't like eating the same thing over and over necessarily and I like my food to be more fresh so I'll probably prep twice a week different meals Mm -hmm. Um, but I also it's kind of hard to like eat everything so I usually will actually freeze (laughs) wait why don't I have that problem (laughs) (laughs) I will actually like freeze half of it so that that I can eat it the following week so that my groceries kind of last two weeks because sometimes you know you meal prep a bunch of different things because you don't like eating the same thing and then the food goes bad and then you feel like you're wasting food so I actually did research on this and you really don't lose that much nutrients freezing food so I like to freeze my food I normally will freeze it in glass containers to prevent any like plastics or foils from seeping into my food Um, But that's really helpful for me just because then I only have to go to the grocery store every two weeks. I've already kind of have meals prepped in the freezer that I just need to heat up. Um, And then I probably prep like twice a week. Okay, that's okay. Wait, so that sounds like those are really good tips. I had another question. It's kind of off topic, but it has to do with fitness and stress. So Mm -hmm. I want to know how do you handle stress and does fitness and exercise have anything to do with that? Yeah, um, so we deal with stress in all different kinds of ways, I think. Um, And I think it's important to deal with stress. I mean, you can deal with stress through food, exercise, and just, I don't know, taking time for your mind. So for me, I feel like my job's pretty stressful just because there's a lot going on all the time. I work a lot of hours shifts. Um, So I definitely need working out in my life. I think it definitely helps. It gets the... um, endorphins going it makes you feel good it makes you feel stronger boosts your confidence Um, it's just overall good for your health and it does help reduce cortisol Um, 
it does put your body in stress. So you do break down muscle and that causes stress on the body and inflammation. So just making sure you're nourishing yourself with the proper food after to allow your body to recover is really important as well. Mm-hmm. But my tips for stress would probably be, yes, I love to work out. I think it's great. I think that helps with stress a lot. Um, there's a lot of foods you can eat for stress. Um, and I personally take ashwagandha. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Um, I actually just read about it. That's yeah. funny you say that. It's an aptogenic medicinal herb. Um, it's been used for over 3,000 years, and it aids the body in managing stress. Um, so it's been shown in research to reduce cortisol, and it helps also boost your brain function, fight anxiety. Um, it's supposed to help with depression and also increasing your energy. So that's something that I actually just take daily. Sometimes I'll cycle off of it and then reintroduce it, but I like to take that just to kind of help my body with the cortisol levels because sometimes you can't help stress. You know, stress happens. Sometimes we have bad days. So that's something that I like to just take because it's natural. Um, And where do you get it? Where do you can you find it on Amazon? Oh, yeah, you can find it at Amazon. You can find it at Sprouts. I would say almost any health food store nowadays. It's pretty common. Um, Okay, I'm going to link that in the description for the podcast. Actually, I think that's a really great tip. Yeah. So I think just taking care of your body and being aware that you might have stress in your life is really important because stress can have detrimental effects on your health. So just making sure you're eating a well-balanced diet, you know, even if you can't go to the gym, just getting outside and taking a walk and clearing your mind, you know, or, you know, taking 10 minutes to throw your favorite song on and dance in the kitchen while you're cooking, you know, just something to (laughs) help with the stress. Um, At night, I have my own little ritual. I put my oil diffuser humidifier on. I have pillow spray that I spray that has essential oils to help with sleep. Which essential oils? I love that. Yeah, Jesse, actually, every time I take out the spray, he's he he puts his pillow up. He's like, what about me? And I'm like, <laughs> no, my pillow spray is starting to disappear here. <laughs> Jesse is her boyfriend, by the way, for anyone who's wondering. Wait, so is it like a lavender spray? Um, Let me go grab it really quick. It actually has a few different oils in it, I believe. But it smells amazing. It just makes me, like, ready for sleep. I got my diffuser going, which I usually put, like, you can put anything in it, but right now I have eucalyptus, so I've been using that. I, I love that. Um, I even use, like, because a lot of times um, from sitting all day and stuff at a computer, I get really bad, um, like, neck pain a little bit. So before bed, I use this de-stress muscle gel. Um, oh. Yeah, that has, like, black pepper, lavender, ginger, and rosemary in it. So I'll usually apply that, turn my diffuser on. And then I use my deep sleep pillow spray, which, um, oh, I just grabbed it. And, oh, no, wait. It has lavender and wild chamomile. It smells that real. Sounds, I want to, you'll have to send me the name so I can link that in the product, in the product, in the podcast okay. description also, because I think people would find that helpful. And I'd like to listen. I'd like to listen. Oh, my God. I'd like to try that yeah. also. I'm really big on nighttime routines. So I, I like that. I'm, I think, you know 
having the essential oils or like even the spray on your pillow, any little thing that can help you at night will set you up for a more successful day the next day. A hundred percent. And I'll even um, send you the link for my diffuser. It's on Amazon. It was really cheap. I would say it's under 30 bucks and it's actually pretty. It doesn't look like your typical diffuser. It actually looks like a candle and you can change the lighting settings on it and it can flicker like a candle and it's actually beautiful. So I would say it would look really cute in anyone's home. So I'm super obsessed with it. I'll definitely send you the link for that as well. Yeah, I love that. So we actually have uh, four diffusers. <laughs> Pedro is a bit of a princess. And when I told him about it, or he actually kind of got me into essential oils. But when I told him about the diffuser, he went on Amazon and bought um, about four. And they're in both of our bathrooms. They're in the living room and in our bedroom. <laughs> and he just is obsessed with them and you can put in you know whatever kind of oil you want and I like to put lavender in before I go to sleep it really helps um but they're the one they kind of it kind of looks like the typical one so I'd love to see this one because it's it's not that they're big they're small but like it just doesn't go well with you know the decor I know that's that was the biggest (laughs) that was the biggest thing when I was shopping for one is like I don't want it to just look like a diffuser sitting on my nightstand and this one is so cute you guys like I don't even know how to explain it we'll link it below it's very cute yeah it's not expensive it works so well um it has a bunch of different settings on it and I just absolutely love it all right so I want to get into some solutions and some tips that you have because I love listening to all of your tips and actually I don't know if you remember but when I was just in Arizona, even for chocolate, like an alternative for chocolate, the Lily's brand, right? Is what you said. Instead of having my regular Hershey's dark chocolate every day or dark chocolate M&Ms, that's all I eat now. So I'll have like a little handful of the Lily's brand dark chocolate every day. And it's so it's less sugar, less calories, less, less fat. And it was, it's just a good, a really good alternative. So let's start. I want to go over um, tips for to increase focus to decrease stress and anxiety and superfoods for energy so let's start with focus if I want to increase my focus because you know I have ADHD what what do you suggest sure um there's like tons of things um let me just explain a little bit why the food will affect you that way I guess um okay So when we're dealing with the brain specifically, and we're wanting foods to help with focus and energy, we want to, we want to be consuming foods that are going to be rich in healthy fats, um, specifically omega threes or DHA, not as much as the omega six, you want to have a good ratio of both, but omega threes are going to be the brain boosters. Um, and a diet rich in antioxidants. Um, and that's because when you don't choose good quality foods, so like, let's say you're eating something that's processed or high in unhealthy fats or processed sugars, this Mm -hmm. increases oxidative stress in your body. And the oxidative stress causes free radicals, which are like, um, trying to keep it simple but unstable (laughs) (laughs) unstable molecules that need an electron and so they're 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 they damage your organs um they can disrupt dna they can damage your organs um including the brain so when you increase your um antioxidant intake through mostly through fruits and vegetables um or we can get into superfoods because there's a lot of superfoods out there now that are high in antioxidants those will actually neutralize those damaging free radicals in your body so consuming high antioxidants is going to help your in like prevent damage to your brain um 
And so I would say my top favorite foods for brain health, I mean, there's so many, anything that's going to be rich in antioxidants or healthy fats. Um, So blueberries are really good. Um, Any berry really, because they're high in vitamin Mm -hmm. A and C. Um, Nuts, seeds, flax and chia seeds are big now. Definitely add those to your smoothies. They're really high in vitamin E and that will help prevent cognitive decline. Okay. Um, spinach is really high in iron, which is great for brain health. It helps with oxygenation to the brain. Um, for those good, healthy fats, avocados. Who doesn't love avocados these days, right? You see them everywhere. I'm obsessed. I'm those obsessed. help with those help with um, healthy blood flow and really, really good fats for the brain. Um, and then, like I mentioned earlier, the best source um, of energy for the brain is carbohydrates, and so. Obviously, you get that from fruits and vegetables, but beans are a really good glucose source for the brain as well, and they also stabilize your blood sugar. So you're not going to get as much of a a spike in your blood sugar, but they're going to keep you full because the fiber and protein, and they're really good for the brain as well. Um, And I mean, there's so many recipes I can think of just talking about some of these foods. I mean, you can make a spinach salad with some beans and avocado on it. You can have a fruit salad or a fruit smoothie. Um... I know you mentioned the Lily's dark chocolate chips. So good news mm-hmm. for you. Dark chocolate is super, super high in antioxidants. It's also a natural stimulant. So that, that is what I wanted to hear. Thank right. you. Right. So it actually, <laughs> it actually helps with stress as well as focus and improving your mood. Um, Wait, so you're telling me if I eat chocolate, it's going to help with my stress and improve my mood. So I should continue to eat chocolate. In moderation, yes. (laughs) You don't want to overdo the chocolate, but it is um, specifically dark chocolate. I'm not talking about white or milk chocolate here. That's not going to really help you. (laughs) Yeah. But the dark chocolate is really good, really high in um, antioxidants and natural stimulants like caffeine that can help with focus. Um, Also really good for stress. And then um, I don't know if you've seen this, but I saw it a lot everywhere was um, mushroom elixirs or mushroom powder. Um, yeah, I've been hearing about that recently. I listened to a podcast about it. Right. So if we're going to if we're going to get into superfoods, this is something that I actually have started doing in my life. And I've noticed such a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know we've, we're talking mostly about focus and energy, but we also talked earlier on stress and sleep. And that's the right. great thing about these mushroom elixirs is there's different kinds. Um, so I, who doesn't like hot cocoa, right? Let's get back mm-hmm. to the chocolate. Everybody likes hot cocoa. I um, love it. <laughs> if you don't, I might be a little bit worried about you, but yeah, you know, um, so, <laughs> wait, funny of- story, side story. Pedro actually does not like chocolate. And so, you know, I have my dark chocolate. It used to be dark chocolate M&M's or just dark chocolate. Now it's the Lily's dark chocolate. Uh, But I would keep it in the freezer. But I would notice, like, you know, my dark chocolate is going missing. Like, it's gone. Like, who? Pedro. Turns out that Pedro actually does like chocolate. So for someone – so if someone ever tells you they don't like chocolate, don't believe them because I found out the hard way. I knew he liked chocolate from when we came out in the kitchen and he was making chocolate chip cookie ice cream oh sundaes. I forgot about that. Yeah, he has a um yeah, we don't forget those things. So no. watch watch out for the people who tell you they don't like chocolate. They're they're lying. Exactly. Someone steals your chocolate and you know. Yeah. Okay. Don't so forget that. let's talk um, about this hot chocolate. Now I want to hear. Right. So really simple recipe. Um, 
different types of mushroom elixirs you can get. Um, you can buy like prepackaged ones too that already are like have the cocoa and stuff in them. Like I don't know if you've seen the brand Fork Somatic out there. They have like little packs of um, mushroom elixirs. They have all different kinds. And where, can you get things. this at like your the local grocery store? Or do you need to go to like a, a like a Whole Foods to get this? Um, I've seen it at Sprouts. I know that you can order it online. Um, I'm not sure where else they sell it. Probably some health food stores. Okay. But you can get like actual just the mushroom powder or mushroom elixir pretty much anywhere, I would think. Any health food store. Um, and there's different kinds. So, and for those of you too who are thinking, ew, mushroom powder, what? Like, mm-hmm. I don't like mushrooms. <laughs> I love mushrooms. It's not my thing. I don't know why I haven't really liked them, but they have so many great healing benefits. And in a powder, you honestly can't tell. Um, so for focus and energy, you're going to want the cordyceps, um, they're in mushrooms, they increase your energy and focus, they help decrease stress and depression, and they also increase your cognitive function and memory. Oh, wow. Um, So if you get the mushroom elixir with cordyceps, um, you can use that in the morning, you can make hot cocoa, you can honestly just mix it in with your coffee, however you want to do it. Um, at night you want to use the ones that have reishi in it, which is another compound in mushrooms. And this will help decrease inflammation and stress and improve your sleep. Um, That's really important. That's a a good tip. Yeah. So I've been incorporating both. Um, if I'm not having just like some sort of hot tea or a turmeric latte at night, I'll usually have the, um, mushroom cocoa with reishi in it. It kind of helps relax me and gets me ready for bed. Um, But how I make mine is I just steam one cup of oat milk. You can use any milk of your choosing. Um, I just really like oat milk or usually coconut milk. Mm -hmm. Um, You use a tablespoon of the mushroom powder and then one to two teaspoons of cocoa powder, which also will um, give you antioxidants like we talked about earlier, help with your mood and focus. So it's kind of like a power drink here. Um, And you can add more cocoa to your liking if you want it like more rich. It's totally up to you. Um, And then I've used one teaspoon of monk fruit sweetener. Um, It's just a natural sugar alternative to stevia, but you can use stevia as well, liquid stevia, whatever sort of sweetener you want. You can use honey, you can use a little maple syrup, um, whatever you want to sweeten it and some vanilla. And then you just mix it all up. I I use a frother, so it makes it nice and frothy. You can drizzle some cinnamon on top. That's also really high in antioxidants and helps stabilize your blood sugar. This sounds amazing. Yeah, it's so good. And if you're gonna and you can if you're a coffee drinker in the morning and you want extra focus and energy, you can add the same ingredients, um, just less milk and kind of make it more like a, a coffee or a latte. Um, so however you want to do it, but I've personally been incorporating this into it. I don't think it's a fad. I've noticed a difference. Um the mushroom powders are just really high in antioxidants and good stuff for your body so I've been really enjoying it I totally think you guys should try them out let me know what you think okay that all sounds amazing so I want to talk about your smoothie that you make in the morning I don't know if you still make it but um when I was in Arizona you made it and it was really really delicious and I feel like it definitely would help with energy and focus so what is the recipe sure um I make all different kinds um I think the one (laughs) share your favorite 
<laughs> right. Um, I think the one you're thinking of is probably the green one that I make. Um, yep. It actually has no fruit in it at all. So for those of you who struggle getting in um, your veggies for the, day, for the day, I totally recommend trying this out. Super simple. Um, you just throw in some greens. I typically will use spinach, um, romaine lettuce, and kale. Um, you can use just spinach, just kale, just romaine, however you want to do it. Um, I like to mix all three so I'm getting different nutrients in it. And then you do, you squeeze, like you can squeeze a whole lime or half a lime depending on how like citrusy you want it. Um, and then it's just half an avocado, water, um, and then I put some vanilla liquid stevia. Um, I think that makes a huge difference in how it tastes. It kind of has like the lime and the vanilla kind of makes like a I don't even know how to explain it. Like a sweet taste. Yeah, it's kind of like a sweet, but like it doesn't taste like a a juice. It tastes like sweet. Like when you think when you hear the ingredients, you you just don't know how it'll taste. Juices, you know, you just yeah, you never know. But this is like it tastes sweet. It's good. Like you want to enjoy it. Right. And you don't I don't put any ice or anything in it. So usually I'll freeze my greens. So I'll freeze the spinach, the kale and the romaine. And that makes it like a smoothie texture. Um, And yeah, I know most people are probably like, Oh, that sounds so disgusting. But I swear the liquid stevia or any sort of sweetener, like you can just use honey probably and that's fine. Um, And the lime juice just really gives it like a flavor. Um, and that's it. And there's water in it. So it's super hydrating. It gives you some healthy fats to keep you saturated throughout the day. Um, really good for the honestly really good for brain health and focus because it's got the spinach in it and the avocado um, lime juice is great for the digestion. And you know, Jesse, he doesn't like vegetables, but right. I made him try it. And even he was pleasantly surprised. He was like, yeah, like, this really isn't bad. And everything no- Lexi makes is so good. So if she ever puts a recipe out, you have to try it because it she she finds a way to just make everything taste delicious. Thank you, thank you. I try. Honestly, <laughs> I mostly go for like easy recipes too. I don't think cooking should be super complicated. Nobody has time for that. Nobody has time right. to be like, what kind of vegetable even is this? I've never heard of it before or spend like $80 just to prep one meal. So I'm all about using whole foods that are going to give you optimum like micronutrients, but that are super easy to make because we live busy lives and um, the easier, the better it is, at least for me. That's true. Well, Lexi Lessels, this was so fun having (laughs) you on the show today. Thank you for being here. And I'm really glad that I have a friend who I can call for literally everything nutrition related. You're the best. And this was really insightful just hearing about, I feel like every time I talk to you, I feel inspired about different foods that I can eat because it's so true. The mind really does or food really does affect your mind and, and how you live your life. And it's all, it all comes down to choices. So I hope that everybody listening had a pen and, and paper or the notes app open on their phone because there was a lot of information. So thank you so much for sharing. Of course. Anytime. Thanks so much for having me. Anytime you want to go over another topic, let me know. I'm always happy to talk about anything nutrition or fitness with you guys. Um, and at the end of the day, I think it's about finding what's right for you and just taking small steps. It doesn't have to be that hard. It doesn't have to be a fad. Um, just make simple choices that are going to make your life healthier like simple things I'm talking like just eating more whole foods 
drinking less soda, drinking more water, move your body, simple things. They don't have to be complicated, just making conscious effort to live a healthier life and you will feel the difference. I love that. You can follow Lexi on social media. I will link her information in the podcast description. Call her or message her for anything you need. She is truly the expert and full of such good information. So thank you all so much for listening. Thank you.